We wanted to build these characters who reminded you of a Dataviz in some way. Data Stories is brought to you by Click, who allows you to explore the hidden relationships within your data that lead to meaningful insights. Let your instincts lead the way to create personalized visualizations and dynamic dashboards with ClickSense, which you can download for free at click.de slash data stories. That's qlik.de slash data stories. It's a new data stories. Hi, Enrico. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. How about you? Very good. Very good. Yeah. Can't complain. Uh, trying to wrap up the year, but it has many heads I still have to chop off. But yeah. I'll take it one at a time. <laughs> don't tell me. Don't tell me. <laughs> Looking forward to Christmas. Absolutely. And our famous year review episode. This year we have something very special planned, which we can't reveal yet, but we nah, have... Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. We have new plans. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. It's going to be one. a new thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but this time we have a special episode uh, with two uh, guests and it's about the VizKids book. It's a book for kids about data visualization. And we have the two authors on the show, uh, Leif Bully and Abby Riccardi. Hi, Leif. Hi, Abby. Hi. Hey, welcome on the show. Fully in sync. Um, <laughs> we practiced this. Yeah. <laughs> it's the 10th take actually already, but uh, <laughs> we'll go miles for a good sync. Hi. Um, yeah, great to have you on. Can you tell us a bit uh, about yourself and uh, the project? For sure. Sure. Um, I'm Abby Ricarte. I've, I'm currently a product designer, and I've been a designer now for about seven years. Um, I started out my career in accessories design and then transitioned into more product design, app development, and web design, graphic design. Um, but I didn't really consider myself as an illustrator. Um, and I've been illustrating on and off for the last few years. And I was really yearning for a, a big project to uh, to hone my illustration skills. And then I met Leave, um, and we talked about um, this project. And Leif, you could introduce yourselves. <laughs> so my name is Leif Bully. I'm a data journalist. Um, I've been working in this field for about five years now. And a couple of years ago, I started thinking about this crazy idea of doing the nerdiest thing ever, which would be uh, creating a series of children's books that would explain the basic concepts of data visualization and analysis to children. Mainly because, you know, I've been working predominantly in music as a data journalist and it being a very creative field, there are a lot of obstacles in terms of explaining the basics of how um, how to interpret data. And I thought it'd be cool to kind of get kids a head start. And um, I've worked with Abby for a few years and I'm super impressed by her as a designer. I've seen some of her illustration work. And um, since she, like me, is very familiar with this world, I reached out to see whether or not she'd be willing to work with me on this project and bring these characters to life and um, create the most hipster Brooklyn uh, dorky <laughs> data viz children's book project on the planet. And she said yes, and so... That was after a bottle of wine. Two. <laughs> Two <laughs> bottles of wine. <laughs> um, and that was uh, earlier, that was about, I guess, January this year. Mm -hmm. 
And then since then, we've been kind of working on the concepts and the books and um, the characters and who they are. And then we launched a Kickstarter campaign a month ago to raise funds for the book. We said uh, for the first book, we set our goals pretty high, um, asking to raise $15,000. And yesterday, we closed our Kickstarter campaign and we raised almost 16000 So we yeah. were successful. Hooray. Congratulations. <laughs> nice That's one. amazing. We're very happy. <laughs> Congrats. So we're not the only nerds. <laughs> yeah, no, I have to say that's 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 a, such a lovely project. When I saw it the first time, I was like, first of all, I have to buy the book. I have to back up this this project. And uh, yeah, I have three kids myself. So I'm really looking forward to receiving the book home and, and see what their reaction would be. That's 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 great. <laughs> Leave actually has a baby on the way. <laughs> uh, oh, so she's, she'll have a, her first copy before she even can read. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 perfect. <laughs> so, can you tell us a little bit more about um, the the process itself? So, how did you start the project? Um, how did you create the characters and uh, drawings? Of course, so a little bit of details, uh, technical details about how you've been creating the book. So, I'll, I can explain a bit about kind of the the concepts and the thinking behind it. And then I think Abby would um, be best to explain how we came sure, up with absolutely. the characters. So the idea was, you know, kids are probably one of the toughest audiences that exist <laughs> um, because they are really sharp and really smart, but at the same time, you can't throw too much at them. So you have to find this great balance between um, introducing concepts that can be pretty challenging for people in their 20s and 30s and 40s to understand um, to kids, but not do it in such a sim- in a way that's too simple for them because they'll call you on it. So they start. it started with kind of nailing down what are each of the key concepts that we want to explain about the different visualizations that we want to explain. So for a pie chart, for instance, um, we thought of all of the different things that we could focus on and realized that something as simple as a pie chart should equal one whole or 100% mm-hmm. um, is just that fundamental basic concept is something many people don't have a grasp of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was something that we wanted to focus on. So we built the story and come up with the idea around what happens in the first book to, in order to explain that basic concept. And we thought of these for each of the different uh, characters. So for Lainey Line, she explains uh, she's a line graph and she kind of shows trends over time, but also explains that correlation does not equal causation. Um <laughs> And so uh, each of the stories kind of have to have that basic concept, one simple thing we want to attack, but then also create a fun story around it so that it's interesting for kids to read and something that they remember and think of and that the concept then becomes ingrained in them. And then I think Abby is probably best to explain the characters. And touching on creating these fun stories, we also wanted to create these fun, lovable characters, (laughs) characters that... um, even adults could love. Uh, so when we were talking about Penelope Pie, um, we really pushed ourselves to figure out what her personality would be. Um, where would she go? Um, what is the scene um, that her her story takes place? So we netted out at a pizza place, and um, and because because we wanted each character to. Um, evoke some sort of innocence and um, all simple shapes and geometry um, really focused on the triangle and having that um, be 
representative of a, a slice. And so her her dress is a polka dotted dress that reminds you of a pepperoni slice. Um, <laughs> And we might be guilty of just being hungry while we were making these characters. Um, but I, I think when when Leave mentioned that she was shy and timid, but she was very curious, I immediately thought of um, placing glasses on. And um, I think each each character has some sort of nod to fashion and has an accessory that is ownable. So Penelope has glasses. Barnaby Bar Chart has this cool backpack that looks like a bar chart. Um, uh, Birdie Box Plot. <laughs> Birdie Box Plot has funky sneakers. And um, Lainey Lyon, she's wacky. And honestly, I uh, developed... Lainey and how she looks based off of Leave. And <laughs> every every meeting I had with Leave, and we were talking about Lainey and Lyon, Leave would um, say things like, she's wacky. She's little, imagine her arms flailing out. Imagine she's an inflatable tube man. Um, so we really had fun creating these characters, and we, we've um, added a bit of ourselves to each character. So Leave is kind of laney line. I think I, no Are you insinuating I'm wacky? No offense. <laughs> um, Pe- Penelope is uh, certainly has bits of me in there. So um, uh, a lot of sketches were done um, together um, in coffee shops, and then we evolved them um, online in, in Illustrator and in Photoshop. Um, I think what was really important to us with the characters was there was a route we could go where we basically, you know, did a copy of a, of a data viz, and then slap some eyes on them, and that was the character. Uh, more so, we wanted to build these characters who reminded you of a data viz in mm-hmm. some way. So for Lainey, the it's like it's her hair pulled up that reminds you of a line graph. For Bar- Barnaby, it's his backpack. He's not just a bar chart with eyes on it. Um, and that was important to us that these are realistic characters that kids can kind of relate to, but that somehow remind them of these basic data vizs. Early sketches of Barnaby Bar Chart were hilarious, where it was it looked like Gumby, um, <laughs> a big bar. So uh, we opted for adding a, a bar chart backpack instead. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's so lovely to think about also like what's the character of these yeah. chart types. It's not something you you think about unless you have to, like in your case when you want to tell a story <laughs> with them and and make them relatable. But yeah, but then they all do evoke some things like, as you say, the crazy lines and, you know, the, and, and the blocky bar chart. This all does something to us and we, we have associations with it, right? So I think it's super interesting that you re-emphasize that and say like, yeah, maybe that is the character then of that chart type, right? Yeah. For Barnaby, for instance, it's like it was pretty clear we needed to make him a bit of a braggart <laughs> because it seems like a bar chart is such a basic fundamental visualization but is often kind of overlooked or not considered um, to be the coolest, snazziest um, data visualization. But for categorical comparisons, that is just the best way to go. It's keeping it simple. And then we realized that Barnaby would obviously be a little bit kind of that would spur something in him that he, you know he wants everyone to know that he's super cool even though they may sometimes take him for granted and that totally turns him into a braggart so we tried to think about what would make their characters act a certain way or be a certain way and um, 
It's been really fun <laughs> developing. Yeah, it sounds like you had a lot of like refinement and conversations in, in like fleshing these characters out. And, and so I understand you, you did all of that basically in your spare time, right? Like after work together over this year and then launched the Kickstarter to, to have the chance to get these books uh, produced, right? Honestly, the Kickstarter has been almost as much work if not more than um, the actual creative mm -hmm, work mm -hmm. of putting this together, because, you know, there's so many things that you have to fully understand before you launch into a project like this. Everything from the business aspect and taxes and accounting and, you know, understanding even just reward tiers, how that all calculates, depending on how many people back what reward, how much do you need to order of everything. So it took us a significant amount of time to work out all of those details before we were ready to go with the actual Kickstarter campaign itself. And, you know, I've been familiar with um, Kickstarter and other platforms, crowdfunding platforms for a long time and have always thought it was kind of just a push of a button like, hey, I have an idea. Do you want to fund it? <laughs> and I, I think we both kind of came across learning that there's a lot more work that goes into launching a Kickstarter campaign, especially if you're you're trying to make it successful. Um, everything from planning the social media and PR strategy to emailing everybody we know a million times over, people we don't know a million times over, and driving everybody crazy until they support us. Yeah, it's a, the second part to that is this was a project that we're, we were am, uh, extremely passionate about, and how do we convince the world to donate and give us money? Um, it's very challenging, and um, it, it's great. It's great that we could tap into um, our friends and family who are very supportive, but also strangers who rally behind this idea as well. Yeah, I can imagine it's probably so much work. And, uh, and, and you in, in addition to that, you also don't know until the end whether your project is going to be funded or not. So this must, must be a lot of anxiety <laughs> attached to it. It is very nerve wracking. Yeah. We did not know until the last day yeah. that we were going to fund it. And once we did, I needed a very long nap. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good time to take a little break and talk about our sponsor this week, Click, who allows you to explore the hidden relationships within your data that lead to meaningful insights. Let your instincts lead the way to create personalized visualizations and dynamic dashboards with ClickSense, which you can download for free at click.de slash data stories. That's Q-L-I-K dot D-E slash data stories. So today we are hearing about data visualization books for kids. I read on the Click blog that even their vice president set out one day to find out if six-year-olds can become users of their BI software. So he brought ClickSense to one of his daughter's classrooms and showed the student how it's, well, it's actually very hard to count, for instance, all the eye colors and favorite ice cream flavors students might have when it's presented in a spreadsheet, but that it's very easy to see what the most popular ones, for instance, are when you lay that out visually. So he showed them pie charts, but then he even proceeded to discuss tree maps and filters and dashboards and all these really advanced features. But the kids apparently really loved it. And um, yeah, so they learned that, for instance, 51 of the 67 students have brown eyes and only five of them had mint as their favorite ice cream flavor. So so these are all things you can learn by visiting the Click blog. You should really check out the, the article. It's super nice. The link is in the show notes. And of course, um, do try out ClickSense for free at click.de slash data stories. That's Q-L-I-K dot D-E slash data stories. Thanks again and back to the show. 
do you have any tips for people who, who want to try something similar? Like, did you do something that turned out to be like totally wasted work in that regard? Or like, what, what are the things people should look out for when they, when they want to have like a creative project on Kickstarter? I think two things. One is, and something Abby was really great at, was identifying your audience and then reaching out to people um, individually. So, for instance, you guys, mm -hmm. um, you know, and people within this space that work with data analytics and visualization that are interested in this, emailing them and getting them as excited, you know, just getting the project in their hands because that's an audience that's ready and waiting um, that we know would be interested in this, um, but they might not, you know, if you're just tweeting about it, they're not going to know about it. So reaching out directly to people to get them engaged in the project. And then one thing to look out for is as soon as you launch a Kickstarter campaign, you will get millions of emails from various PR companies promising to do this, that, or the other with your project. And especially when it comes to like lulls in fundraising and you start to get nervous, you know, today we didn't hit our goal that we were wanted to hit. So, oh my mm -hmm. gosh, uh, it becomes very tempting to maybe pay somebody to do PR for you. And um, that was something that we were really steadfast about. We wanted to do this ourselves. Uh, and I just, you know, for <laughs> Anyone who's running a campaign, just know that you're going to get all these emails and it can be tempting, but that, um, you know, if you're, you're probably going to get more out of doing that outreach yourself and being consistent and making sure that you know who your audience is and um, reaching out to them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It does sound like a whole second job, basically, yeah, like exactly. in addition yeah. to the, the drawing itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just got a listener question. So um, from Oli Mayer from our, our Slack channel, and he asks, here's a tough one for the authors. So the main character is a pie chart. Do you figure uh, in the well-known skepticism over pie charts in the visit design community? So they are sort of controversial, right? <laughs> so it's a it's a um, a bold choice to have a controversial like main character, maybe. For sure. <laughs> D did you discuss that at all? Or yeah, no. I mean, I actually it was funny. I was reading through some documentation I had written a while back about what data visualizations to include and not include in the articles that we write. Um, at uh, Pandora and Next Big Sound. And one of the things I'd written was, do not use pie charts. They are designers' <laughs> worst nightmare. Um, but at the same time, similarly to the bar chart, you know, there are these fundamental um, data visualizations that they are valuable. You have to just be using them in the right way, or at least that's how I understand it. Um, and if you are showing parts of a whole and you... Um, are accurate about how you use your pie chart. Pie chart. Uh, there are use cases for it. Yeah. Don't make it 3D. Um, not <laughs> don't use you know, the next book. The next book. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't you don't need to snazz it up too much. Yeah. Uh, in the case of Fox News, a pie chart does not equal 187 <laughs> percent. Yeah. Um, so I think that while yeah, they are definitely. Um, You know, controversial, controversial in terms of being these basic uh, chart types that some people shy away from or maybe, you know, can't uh, don't think of as the most exciting way to visualize data. Sometimes simpler is smarter. Yeah. And uh, if they're being used right and explained properly and kids get yeah. them, uh, then I definitely think that there's plenty of value to a pie chart or a bar chart or, um, well, I think no one disputes the value of a line graph. 
And I mean, all the interesting characters have some positive sides and some more dubious negative sides, right? So yeah, I think exactly. it, it just makes yeah. a more interesting character. I'm fully on your yeah. side here. Just wait until we get to the plot twist here. <laughs> <laughs> Penelope Pie tries to make herself bigger than she is. <laughs> so did, yeah. you, did, you, did you show it to kids already? Did you try to kind of like test it with some kids and see what, what the reaction is there? <laughs> we did. Last weekend we had our first uh, book reading slash user testing. Uh-huh. Um, which was interesting. Interesting, yeah. I think we were playing to or reading to a crowd that was maybe too young. Uh-huh. Um, they were two and three years old. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah. That's very ambitious. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's very we ambitious. Found people, yeah. uh, the kids crawling away from the book. <laughs> <laughs> But no, at the same time, we did get a bunch of feedback from that, which um, really helped us kind of think a little bit about how to tweak and refine the book. Um, simple things like we had designed it um, based on spreads because we've been thinking about doing everything in hardcover. Uh, and... Uh, we weren't thinking so much about how to design it for an ebook. Mm. We were reading it to the kids on ebook. Mm. So we then realized, hey, there are pages here where we're referring to the next page and you can't mm-hmm. see it. And the kids are looking at us like, okay, you're talking about Barnaby Bar Chart. Where is he? <laughs> um, and then in addition to that, there were things that they reacted to that they were excited about, like the types of toppings on pizza and things that get them engaged and questions you can ask that like we realized we have a lot more opportunity to pepper that mm-hmm. in and make sure that the book is interactive and um, that kids are engaged throughout. It could make a nice iPad app. Oh, for sure. Okay. We're not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So what's what's next? So I guess, first of all, one thing I would like to know is what, so the campaign ended, but if people listening to the show want to uh, buy the book, how can they do that? So we have, uh, we're ordering up the books and shipping out to everyone who picked that as their reward on Kickstarter. But then also in some exciting news this week, um, Abby and I signed a book deal with an independent publisher um, in St. Louis that's called Storybook Genius Publishing. And in January, we will be doing a reissue with them uh, of the first book. And then um, the deal is actually for the full series, all four books that we have planned. So um, over the next couple of months and years, <laughs> you'll be able to, um, we'll be developing the books in full and publishing them one by one. And they'll be available in your regular retailers, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, everywhere you can get a book today. And then um, Abby and I are going to start the book tour life <laughs> yeah that's what i was about to ask being a little selfish if you organize anything in new york uh please let me know i want to come and see Don't can i bring worry. my kids they're a little noisy but <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> i was also a little noisy and wacky but yeah that's a, the the same approach that we took to the kickstarter campaign is what we're going to use to continue to promote the books like walking around and going into bookstores and saying, hey, can we do a reading for you? And, um, you know, learning from the kids what they like and what they don't like and convincing parents that just because they maybe don't fully understand data visualization, probably be okay if their kids do. (laughs) Um, And so we will definitely be on the road knocking on doors and we will make sure to let you know when there is a book reading near you. Well... Thanks so much. That's such a lovely project. I'm so much looking forward to receiving the book. <laughs> Moritz, is there anything else you want to ask? No, uh, just a second. That <laughs> it's amazing, <laughs> and I really want to have a copy for my kids. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, they'll be in the mail soon enough. <laughs> nice.
Okay. Cool. Well, Thanks so much. And Thanks so yeah, much. We'll, we'll tweet it out when, when uh, also when the, the the books with the publishers are out. And uh, yeah, can't wait to see the follow-ups. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you. having us, guys. Bye. 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 Hey guys, thanks for listening to Data Stories again. Before you leave, we have a request. If you can spend a couple of minutes rating us on iTunes, that would be extremely helpful for the show. And here's also some information on the many ways you can get news directly from us. We're of course on Twitter at twitter.com slash data stories. We have a Facebook page at facebook.com slash data stories podcast, all in one word. And we also have an email newsletter. So if you want to get news directly into your inbox and be notified whenever we publish an episode, you can go to our homepage datastory.es and look for the link that you find on the bottom in the footer. So one last thing that we want to tell you is that we love to get in touch with our listeners, especially if you want to suggest a way to improve the show or amazing people you want us to invite or even projects you want to us to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. So don't hesitate to get in touch with us. It's always a great thing for us. And that's all for now. See you next time. And thanks for listening to Data Stories. Data Stories is brought to you by Click, who allows you to explore the hidden relationships within your data that lead to meaningful insights. Let your instincts lead the way to create personalized visualizations and dynamic dashboards with ClickSense, which you can download for free at click.de slash data stories. That's Q-L-I-K dot D-E slash data stories.